Welcome back to the Black On Only Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Washington. And today, I got my brother, my high school comrade. Yes, sir. Okay. With the signals, Inglewood, let them know. You already know, man. Let them know. Inglewood all day, baby. Inglewood all day. Yes, sir. I'm here with my boy, Chef Ken of Food Minotti. Yes, what it sir. do, my G? What's going on, man? It's good, man. It's good seeing you, man. You know what my question about to be, right? What's, what you got to say, man? Why you didn't bring no food, my G? Hey, man. <laughs> I get that everywhere I go, man. Everywhere you go, yeah, man. Like I just gotta keep it in the back seat or something. I feel that, dude. <laughs> I got you next time, though, bro. Man, I really want to discuss your food journey, dog. Because, mm. man, I didn't really know you cooked until I think uh, either uh, Devion or D Smoke had an event. Yeah, yeah. And you yeah. was on the roof making sliders and shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, hold on, you get down, my G? Yeah, that was early in my journey. Like, yeah. like I always had a passion for cooking. Uh-huh. I just didn't know how I could make some money from it. I used to just do it like to get females, to be honest with you. Ah, that's how it is. Yeah, yeah, so. What you got today? You know what I'm saying? So once I found out a way to translate into income, Uh you know, I just started off. I went and bought a cart. That was like one of my first events where you saw me at when I was doing the sliders on the roof. I used to do tacos, stuff like that. Them fucking sliders were slapping too. Man, good looking, bro. I'm mad. I doubled back. They're like, nah, he broke down his equipment already. (laughs) I was like, oh, shit. Get up out of here, man. I feel that, man. So, uh. Uh, was it any influence in your family that started you on the journey of like cooking and stuff, man? Yeah, for sure. It's my father. Okay, oh, so man. pops cooked. Yeah, yeah, my pops. You know, he was a butcher for forty years. Oh, damn! Yeah, and he would always cook like on the holidays and stuff like that. So we spent a lot of time in the kitchen together. That was like our bonding. Okay, you know yeah. I mean? So that's kind of it. Really started. Was my you journey. really bonding? Or you was doing his prep work. Basically, basically. <laughs> I already know. Cut I was this a sous up. chef. <laughs> cut these up, cut that. That's the only thing I don't like about cooking is the prep work before I cook. Once I start cooking, I'm good. That's the but hard part. Dicing and cutting up all this stuff to, you know, that's where I be falling off. Exactly, from. exactly. So, brother, explain Fubinati to me. So, Fubinati is basically like a brand. Like, so I say about a decade ago, 10 years ago, okay. a lot of, uh, like people started selling food on Instagram. Yeah. You know, place start coming in hot. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> that became like a LA culture. It started with like Taco Mill and Blue yeah, Kitchen. Come to there. You know, then yeah. Mr. Fries Man and Shad and all them. So we wanted to create a brand that kind of represented everybody. You okay. know, because if you think about a lot of like you know, a lot of restaurants you go to, they have parent companies. Yeah, you're you know right. I mean? you're so right. we created like a, a brand, Food Minati. You know, right now representing this Taco Mill, Blue Kitchen and the Court Cafe. And that's the Corp Cafe. That's where you at right now. Yeah, so the Corp Cafe, um, you know, I'm partner in that. Okay. Um, but you know, my journey started with Taco Mel. Like I had my own thing going uh-huh. on, but then I started with Taco Mel because me Mel is like family. So okay. Yeah. I remember I used to pull up on Taco Mel. It was on Manchester and with Saint Andrews. Cimarron. Cimarron. Yeah, 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 Cimarron. Yeah, pull up in there. Yeah. Like yeah, let me get the three meat, bro. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. And now he got a, a storefront. Yeah, Crenshaw Forty Third. And uh, the Corp Cafe is where right now. Uh, so we have two locations. The one in LA is um, on La Tijera, Sentinella and Alvern. Okay. Um, by the Ladera Center. By the right, okay, down the street yeah, from Ladera Center. Yeah, yeah. Oh, in the same center with the 7 Eleven? 7 Eleven, Dr. Okay. Green Thumb. And Dr. Green Thumb, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, our second location we just opened in February is in Vegas. Um, oh, y'all in Vegas? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's big. Yeah, off of Flamingo. Oh, word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I go to Vegas, that's the number one thing I do. I go there to eat. Find something that, you know, you might normally not find out here. Yeah. You know, they're always trying to infuse something out there. Of course. That's, that's a melting pot of spots. That's the man. culture, man. Yeah. But um, what, when you started your company, mm-hmm. initially, what was your mission? You know, honestly, I just, initially, I just wanted to 
I didn't have no no um no plan. Okay. I just really wanted to figure out a way to where I could provide for my family and do something that I actually love to do. Uh-huh. It was actually a book that I read by Steve Harvey, uh, Think Like a Success. And in one of he had a lot of workshops in the within the book. So one of the things that he uh, he kept saying in the um, book was find something that you are passionate about, that you love, that you do with ease. Now find a way to make ten dollars off of it. Mm. Now take that ten dollars, make fifty, then a hundred, then a thousand, and work your way up to your first million. You know, so that's really where it started. Because I'm like, well, I do this because you know I used to do music too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um. I That's what off, I knew you for originally, yeah, yeah, music yeah. shit. Yeah, so I would, like, <clears throat> we had video shoots and stuff like that. I would cook, because I knew all the females, like, they'd be like, oh, who cooked this, you know, this Alfredo pasta and stuff <laughs> like that, you know what I mean? So, uh-huh. you know, then once, you know, I got gassed up a little bit, you know, then, you know, I kind of started getting away from the music a little bit. Found my way to make money on it, and that's what I did. You know, you got a niche, bro. Man, because even it. even today, man, you know, I pop up and look at one of the Instagram videos. Like, damn, bro, that pasta, man, or damn, looking. man, that do uh, that one thing at the Court Cafe. Do you you guys have a set menu, or do you guys change it a lot? No, nah, we have a set menu, but um, like one of the biggest things. So me and Grub, which um, he represents Blue Kitchen. Okay, we're the chefs. So one thing we're big on, we're big on. You never want to become that that restaurant that just has that menu, that same menu for forty years. So y'all, and you never change. So yeah, we yeah. just try to, no, we try to change things up. We keep the base of the menu the same, mm-hmm. but we'll throw in some like like sweet potato waffles or mm-hmm. you know French, no fruity pebble French toast and you know different stuff. Like we constantly just thinking of new ideas to bring to the hungry, table. Bro. Hey man, you listen, come that's why I'm fluffy something. like this, man. How <laughs> you supposed to come through with something? <laughs> I got you, man. When you first started out, man. Uh, were you facing a lot of, like, adversity, like, outside of? Definitely. Like, Definitely. speak on that, man. So, you know, just even starting was hard for me because, you know, I did have a career job. And Where were you working before? Um, I was driving trucks. Oh, like um, the 18-wheelers? Yeah. So you was ahead of the game. Everybody trying to get that now. You already had that bag. Man, I should have stayed in that. <laughs> like, honestly, at least hired some employees. Uh, yeah, that's but, but, yeah, so I was doing that. I did that for about eight years. Okay. Um, But... It just got to a point where I just, I hated it. I hated getting up, going to work every day. I was literally miserable. So, but I had a family. So making that, man, making that transition, basically, you know, telling my woman at the time that, hey, I'm about to go follow my passion. I don't know where. It's a tough conversation, huh? Very tough conversation, you know? So, you know, and then, you know, I invested my first business. I invested in a food truck um, early on. That flopped. You had a. What was the name of the food truck? That was a slider guy. So basically, slider those, those sliders that those you slider, had. I could have got them off the truck, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had okay. them on the food truck. You know what I mean? So I was just bad at business. I didn't know business. You know, so. Yeah, you got to, yeah. Yeah, so it, it flopped because I didn't take care of it on the financial end. You know, so that was hard. And I, I basically had hit a rock bottom. Mm-hmm. You know, so trying to climb out of that, but then still have that passion to to try to, you know, to do the same thing but not fail at it because you have that fear of not failing yeah, again. Yeah, that fear, but you've got to be stubborn enough to be like, no, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep doing it. I'm going to so keep going, yeah. That's why when it came to the Core Cafe, you know, I, man, I slaved for that thing. Yeah, to, how, to how did that come about? Was y'all just like yeah. chilling one day and like, yo, let's just open up a joint venue? So originally it was it was mailed and mailed, um, which is Taco Mail. Taco Mail. Taco Mail Grub. They, you know, decided to, to open a restaurant. Mail has always wanted a... A breakfast brunch restaurant, you know mm. what I mean? So um, when they decided to do it, Mel kind of pulled me in because he knew the business that we've done, you know. So he called me and he know I'm the man for the job. So, 
you know, I was basically like, listen. And then it, it just happened at the right time because I had just my food truck flop. I was at rock bottom. I didn't really have anything. So I'm just like, listen, I'm going to go in here, blindfold, do everything right. And in okay. the meantime, I was able to, you know, everything that I failed at in business before, yeah. I was able to to get that second chance to redeem myself. When you was talking about, like, the food truck flopping, mm-hmm. like, like, basically, like, what happened? Like, what was the process where you seen it, like, going down and you was like? So, yeah, so, you know, in the restaurant business, you, you reach this downtime. Big people preparing for the holidays. They're not spending as much. They're cooking at home. Yeah. You know, so, you know, from October to about tax season, it dries up, you know. So, me not being prepared for that when, you know. That's real important. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't. I wasn't able to take care of the, the business financially. That's one of the things I realized in having the company is most businesses have a, a, a downtime. Absolutely. You know, some not all companies thrive the whole year. Yeah. It's going to be a season or a couple months where it's slow. You exactly. know what I'm saying? You and you just got to be prepared for that. You got to make sure you plan accordingly. Mm-hmm. Or even if you can alter some of the uh, businesses, mm-hmm. a business practice that you have mm-hmm. to complement those times. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Yeah, but, um, man... Let's, let's talk about your your your, your, your chefing, man. The menus, sure. man. So, sure. what what was the inspiration for the menu at the court? So, um, starting the menu, it was more so Blue Kitchen. You know, oh, that, that, that's the yeah. garlic noodles, yeah, man. Yeah, he's no, he's a beast, man. Yeah, he be all oh, y'all, beast. man. He's a beast. I'm man. talking about all flavor, no grease. Blue yeah. Kitchen, Taco Mill, Chef Ken, yeah. Chef Dub, yeah. Oh, he does, my God. He does, man. Yeah. I was trying to get those egg rolls for my party. Yeah. I couldn't get in touch with my dog. <laughs> I sound yeah. fat. No, go ahead, bro. <laughs> no, um, you know, so with the menu at the court, he he pretty much he he started the the menu. I kind of you know just had my input. I changed a few things or you know added certain things. Yeah. And it's just really you know, man. Listen, I'm a foodie. Mm-hmm. I go to a lot of restaurants. I'm a chef. The more that you know, I've I've done it over the years. I've gotten more comfortable with things. So I'm mm-hmm. just all about. Trying different things, you know what I mean? I'm a fat kid at heart. So <laughs> putting a different spin on an old yeah, you know say old classic. Exactly. You know? That's the biggest thing. Like, you know, one thing me and Grub always talk about, his biggest thing is always think outside the box. Mm-hmm. So I've always tried to think like that. Like, I know if we could go to, you know, any restaurant and get this, how can we take that same dish and just like reinvent it? Yeah. Into something different and unique. I feel what you're saying. Yeah. Are is there any like type of cuisine that inspires you the most? Like, is um, it, you know, soul food, Mexican, Italian, any? It, it changes. Mm-hmm. Recently, the last couple of years, Asian cu- cuisine okay. has really, like, like I'm extremely inspired by it. Is, it. is it you alone or is it, like, the trend making you go that way? It's uh, it's <clears throat> me alone. The trend, I, I feel like I started getting into it right before the trend. Okay. You know, I just, the more I learned about it. Yeah. And the different just levels of, of of textures and the different ingredients that they come that they bring in, like just you no know, coming from an African American mm-hmm. you no know, background, you know yeah, we yeah, put yeah. seasoning salt on anything, everything, everything. Bro. So like with a lot of Asian cuisines, you don't really have to put salt, you know what I mean? So that was one of the things that things really like a lot of me. natural herbs and stuff. Yeah, like that. so it, yeah. it made me dig deep more into my ingredient bag. Okay, you know, so that's I'm inspired by Asian cuisine for sure. Uh, I see that you're a real big presence on social media, man. Like, mm-hmm. with your business, how big has social media been for you, like, to grow? Extremely important. Extremely important, especially in today. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, this is not like 96 where a lot of people are sitting at home 
watching TV all day. And you get know, those commercials. Yeah. Getting those commercials. People not really paying attention to billboards and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So social media is really like, especially for small businesses and small brands, it's extremely important for you to have a presence to build your own brand and, and market yourself, you know? Yeah. And, you know, that brings in, you know, that brings the majority of our businesses through social media, you know? And even now me trying to build my own brand on my own, you know. Yeah, that, so speak of that, your own brand. Yeah, so... You know, I've I've been doing this for about ten years now. Okay, but I've been extremely instrumental. Like with Taco Mail, I was extremely instrumental in that. But mm-hmm. that's Taco Mail's brand. That's his brand. You know, Blue Kitchen. I was very instrumental with that. But that's his. That's that brand. You know, mm-hmm. the Court Cafe is all of us together. But that's our brand. You know, now it's like I'm more so focused on Chef Ken and my own brand. I see. You know, I've, I've you know showcasing, and and that's just a place I had to get comfortable with too. You know, stepping out on my own and being okay with like just even like you say with social media and my reels and videos and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That, it took me forever. It did. To do I, that. I noticed the I noticed the, I noticed the uptick. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. damn, this nigga posting a lot and this shit look good, bro. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just I was man, I just used to second guess it a lot, and yeah. all I did was just take everything from my background. If you the like, voiceovers, that'd be killing me though, my nigga. <laughs> gotta make it funny, man. But it's like it'd be real. Like one, I'd be, I mean, especially doing the voiceovers, uh-huh. I'd be damn near out of breath at <laughs> the time trying to explain what I'm doing. Like, yeah, yeah. But people they like they like that, you know what I mean? Because it you know, they could relate, you know what I mean? It's exactly. more relatable content. So I feel you. So I've been asking everybody this question, I'm gonna ask you the same. Sure. Next five years, what do you see the um the company for mm. Chef Ken? Not like everything that you're a part of, but mm. your business next five years. That's a good question. Um I definitely just I see my my brand growing into more something that's um, more into the e-commerce side. Okay. Um, you know. Are you talking like about like food delivery? Or Not necessarily t- food delivery. Okay. Um, I feel like I, I've, I've done enough with the restaurant business. I still want to remain in the restaurant business, but that's not my focus. Okay. You know, e-commerce, like we could do things like sauces, seasonings, uh, you know, yeah, get yeah. into grocery stores, online presence, you know, creating more, um, you know, just – just things that people could take into their homes to where they have a piece of Chef Ken in their I was going to ask you about that because the videos that you do with the recipes, like, mm-hmm. it's just damn like a, vir- a virtual uh, cookbook. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. even if you were selling it paperback or if you had, like, a virtual cookbook that you can package and yeah. sell, that's e-commerce. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's, like, my focus. That's actually what I'm working on now. I know I just keep dropping the content, dropping the content. I'm working on an e-book. Um, mm-hmm. Eventually, I want to work on a cooking show. Um, you know, that'd be dope. Yeah, like I, I have, I just, I have a an abundance of ideas that I want to bring. I feel you. This table. space that we in was actually used for you. Kind of see, like the yeah, counter yeah, look yeah, like it yeah, might yeah. be a little kitchen. I, kitchen. I was looking at that. Yeah, too. yeah. yeah I'm it's, looking for a space. Yeah, man, it's yeah. nice to have here. Yeah. Uh, what else I want to say to you, man? Besides, why you didn't bring no food, bro? Yes. I was really like, I know he about to come with something, dog. <laughs> hey, you should have told me, man. I would have. Nah, I don't want to so. be like, yo, shit, man. So what you bringing, dog? Everybody else do it. Well, man, honestly, though, I think that I think that we covered a lot, man. Is there anything you want to let anybody out there know about you, uh, how to reach you? No, you can uh, reach me, social media, everything. I am underscore Chef Ken. Um, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, um, Court Cafe, Las Vegas, L.A. Make sure y'all come through, support. It's definitely the hottest brunch spot in L.A., in be, Vegas. It be popping, though. Man, it's a vibe. It's a vibe, The man. vibe and the food. You're exactly. right about that. So, man, make sure you come through, support, show love, holler at me. I'll be roaming around there somewhere, man. Yeah, man. man so, 
I'm be like, hey, yo, he in the back in the kitchen. <laughs> Tell Ken I'm here. Make something special. For sure. <laughs> for sure. I got you. All right, my G. I appreciate my G. you coming out, Doug. Man, appreciate Thank it. You, man. Thanks for having me. Thank you guys for tuning in again. This is Black on Only Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Washington. See you later.